Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with tap dancer, percussionist Max Pollock and guitarist Pete Smith of the jazz group Grupo Los Santos. We caught up with them about their new 2023 CD called Santos 4. By their own reckoning, they are admittedly a strange band. They've spent the last 20 years building a dedicated fan base around their unmistakably unique sound with an eclectic mix of Afro-Cuban, Brazilian, Flamenco, and New York City jazz influences, creating a unique and original sound that brings in the people. We caught up with Max and Pete to discuss this new project, their history, and so much more. Enjoy this interview. Well, gentlemen, thank yeah. you for taking a minute out. Where are you coming out of, Max? Uh, I was just uh, rehearsing here for a gig I have tomorrow. Are you in New York, though? That's I'm in New York, yeah. yeah. Okay, you're in New York. Cool. I just, yeah, I just wanted yeah. to geographically place everybody. Well, gentlemen, yeah. thank you for taking a minute out today. And what I would like to do to start the conversation before we get into the latest album is the cover what everybody lived through for the last three and a half years or so, which was COVID. How did you get through it? And how good does it feel to have an album coming out now in this kind of post-pandemic era? Yeah, it feels amazing. And it's been a long time coming because we actually recorded this in February, believe it or not, of 2020. So, you know, it's been a process because we mixed this thing. You know, our drummer lives in Philly. We recorded the record in Philly. The rest of us are in New York City. So, man, we we mixed the thing basically like on zoom calls wow. and then, you know, and then exchanging drafts around and people, you know, all this listening and feedback. And then, so piece by piece, we've been doing this and uh, it's great to finally get it out there. How about you, Max? Yeah. I mean, it, it was, uh, this, uh, sort of under the wire thing, you know, we went to Philly and recorded it and literally like a couple of days after we came back, it was all over. Um, and the pandemic started. So we were very lucky and, you know, it feels very special to us because of the circumstances of how we recorded it, you know, um, plus also the, the studio where we recorded it in Philadelphia, I have a, a longstanding relationship with uh, the person who uh, put this uh, cultural center together uh, there. Uh, Jim Hamilton is an old friend of mine. So I was very happy to be able to do, to bring, you know, my brothers from the Santos to sort of my other brother, Jim Hamilton in in Philadelphia. Uh, It was very meaningful to me that we were able to record this in this space where I've had a lot of other great concert and recording experiences. Um, So, you know, the, the vibe in the studio is very, very nice. And a lot of great friends of mine have performed there. Uh, so, you know, th- it was very meaningful just even to have this place to record. And, uh, yeah. And then, uh, as with many other artists, uh, it was great to have a purpose, you know, during the time when you were just kind of sitting and, you know, trying to not get into your head too much. Uh, it was great to have something to focus on and to say, Hey guys, you know, we have this music, let's yeah. make it as good as we can possibly get it, you know? So yeah, so, we, we really tweaked. We really tweaked uh, stuff like crazy just because we had the yeah. time on our hands. Yeah. And that's not to say I think that we didn't get each of us individually get inside our heads. <laughs> COVID didn't really throw us, you know, really throw us the biggest curveball of our lives. As of course, it yeah, really did. Sure. It really did. Yeah. So Santos Four is the new album. What are you hoping the listener gets from this experience? Just ear candy, joy, um, great grooves, the, the feeling of, of dance that is not only 
in the music itself, but there is dance, a dancer in the band in Max. So, um, but, but just, um, I think, I think this record is for us kind of our crowning glory. It's, it's where we fully realized who we are, uh, as a band and in terms of our musical mission. So I don't want to say too much about that because you asked about what, what is the listener going to get out of it? The listener is just going to hear really high energy, fiery, great grooving music with, with some really strong melodies and some great improvising. Right on. And uh, I would add to that, that uh, this album is definitely a journey because uh, it is a little bit of a pinnacle of a journey for us, for the band. As Pete said, it's a little bit of a crowning achievement of uh, 20 years plus making music together and traveling together and experiencing uh, all kinds of, you know, great and hard things together. Uh, so it's really, it's, a, it's a, a story of life experience, really, that we're telling through our music. And uh, I would say that every single tune is a journey in itself. But definitely the album really takes you, uh, it takes you around the globe a little bit uh, because we use different sounds, different textures uh, that if you're really listening intently will definitely take you on a, on a journey. Uh, and it's more, um, it has more effects and more electronic um, music textures uh, than we used to use. So for us, it's also kind of like breaking a little bit new ground uh, sonically and texturally. Uh, so that helps to take the listener on a little bit of a psychedelic journey because we, you know, we take it out. We really go, we go into the stratosphere a couple of times, uh, which we always do, but here we also do so in with electronic textures and things like that. Uh, so it's, 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 I think it's our greatest album so far. So talk to me a little bit about when this group came together, the circumstances and just kind of how it led to today. Sure. So, I mean, the first relationship that got built on was myself and, and drummer Beaver Bausch. We met in school in the 80s. And then we met Max uh, in the 90s in New York City. We both we all moved to New York and um, started started playing together and developing this concept in in the late 90s um i had had a, a well i should say before before my the pete smith trio happened max and beaver both went to cuba uh a couple of times in the 90s and max you can talk more to that in a sec but um so the relationship with you know beaver and max you know going to cuba and and getting really an immersion in 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 the music there and the people and the culture. And um, there, was a, there was a club on the Upper West Side called El Taller. It still exists, it's now over on the East Side up in Spanish Harlem. Uh, Beaver began studying Spanish there and next thing you know, the um, director of this Hispanic Cultural Center, Bernardo Palumbo said, hey, you want a workshop? Uh, you know, Afro-Cuban and, and jazz and other influences come here and play once a week. So we started just workshopping the music in, I think that was 98, that's not right, Max? And Max was, yeah. was, Max was there and we had um, a saxophonist named Paul Carlin and a bass player named Nick Walker. And our first record came out in 2000. Yeah, it was a long, it was a, uh, again, you know, a, a journey uh, 
literally because uh, after Beaver and I had gone to Cuba and and started getting really immersed in the culture, uh, um, I got a grant in 2001 to uh, produce the first ever tap dance festival in Cuba, in Havana. And uh, we did that and I uh, brought Santos with me. So the band came to Cuba with me and we performed in Cuba, in Havana, uh, in with some of the greatest C Cuban musicians. And we had a real, really profound experience uh, that really shaped our band, shaped our experience, shaped our lives and shaped our sound for sure. Um, including, you know, experiences going to uh, sacred ceremonies of Santeria, uh, experiencing, you know, the Orishas and the power of the spiritual culture there. And uh, yeah, we were different people when we came back for sure. And that, uh, that kind of guided our path from then on. And uh, uh, that's the, that's one part, you know, of the, um, of the journey. And then we also played together with one of the greatest uh, Afro-Cuban musicians, Juan Pablo Torres, uh, who's a great trombonist, composer and arranger and producer, uh, who's unfortunately passed away. Uh, but he was, you know, a senior uh, genius jazz musician from Cuba who heard us play at El Taller, at this uh, Latin American cultural center in 1999. And basically, swooped us up and said, Hey, you want to be my backup band? Cause I, you know, he wanted to play and he, he liked our sound. And uh, then we started playing with him on a regular basis, uh, including at town hall at a huge concert in 1999 that was called super son Cubano with uh, some of the greatest Cuban musicians of all time. And we were just, you know, humbled beyond belief, but you know, they wanted us there and we played and, uh, it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. And I think I speak for all the guys, you know, uh, so those things, those things were really, really formative for the band, you know, to, uh, to, uh, glue us together as a unit and to, you know, give us these, uh, experiences together. And that's, that's what the music is. The music speaks to this history. The music speaks to these life experiences. And that's the journey that we're taking the listener on. So speaking of glue and experiences, what is it about the band that has been around for so long that's remained relevant and vital and something that you all want to keep going? It, I think one of the one of the aspects of this thing is the learning curve. We all, um, as Max said, the inspiration that we got is kind of early on in the band's career from Juan Pablo Torres and from performing in Cuba and hearing music in Cuba was this just desire to continue to learn and grow as musicians. And I'm not just talking about Cuban music. I'm talking about everything that all of us are involved with. And, you know, another aspect of this is Santos has always been kind of a pet project for all of us. We're all working musicians. We're all pursuing our career in New York as sidemen, as band members in other bands, teachers, et cetera, et cetera, the things that are kind of, in this day and age, are kind of required as a jazz musician in New York to kind of like, in, unless you're, you know, going, unless you're Robert Glasper and going right to the top, you know, you're, you're diversifying and you're doing everything you can to be a musician in New York. So as a pet project, Santos has been something that 
we all just dearly love and it's really i think in all of our hearts it's it's our it's our favorite thing but we know that we can't do it all the time so we um when we get together it's really special just like you you know your point about covid like coming out of covid like wow every experience playing music is is incredibly special well we've always had that kind of feeling when we get together and we work work on something someone's written a tune we start working it out so i think that that's a little bit of what um what's so magic about this band and and we we've always let each person be themselves and and we've always been a cooperative um no one has ever been the quote unquote leader of this band so who one one of our one of our just as an example like one of our little jokey things that we do is whoever gets the gig has to actually announce <laughs> you know so so we kind of keep it we kind of keep it like uh loose and we and we allow we allow every person to be who they are and i think that's that's really about that really speaks speaks to the longevity of the band yeah i would say the same thing um you know the 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 shared experience and the 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 uh, long time that we've spent uh, playing music together uh, adds so much to each time we play. You know, it feels like we're getting, you know, we're getting on a ship or on a spaceship or something every time we play. And, uh, you know, we just go for the stars. And and, and uh, because we know each other so well, we trust each other and we can take all kinds of risks. It's It's fine. We know that, you know, the others will have your back and you can just, you can jump anywhere and uh, they'll be there to, you know, come with you and go like, yeah, okay, well, that's crazy. Let's do it. You know? Uh, and we have a, we have a great time. And usually that, that spark jumps over onto the audience too. So um, that's really what makes this special. And yeah. And everybody is allowed to be themselves. You know, everybody is allowed to have their, their fits and, 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 and turns and trips and, uh, and the others will support it you know, and, uh, not without commentary. <laughs> um, but, uh, there's a lot of humor involved, of course, also, uh, but also an, an amazing amount of, of, uh, knowledge, like, you know, all these cats are, are really ridiculously talented and accomplished. And I'm, I'm just like, you know, my jaw drops every time I play with them, I'm like, holy cow, like how lucky am I? to still be playing with these guys, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's a, it's an honor and it's, we really love each other and, and we've been supporting each other for that long. And you can hear that. I think you hear that on the record and you hear that and you see that when we play for sure. So let's say you have a trip to Kansas city plan to play a show here. And right now you have to convince people in Kansas city to come to that show, to get a ticket, to see you live. How would you do that? How would you get them there? And how would you describe your show? I would say everything that you love about the music of the 70s, the early 70s, when rock bands were putting out these crazy albums that go all over the place, where where the the kinship between the artists who are on stage between the band is is just like this if you want to hear a really close knit and fiery operation uh of people who've been together and have really 
been in the trenches together for years. Um, come, come hear a Santos show. It, it will blow your mind what happens. We never play anything the same way twice. Yeah. It's always, it's always fresh. It's because we, you know, our, our, our litmus test for ourselves is we have, we have to, we have to find something new. We have to make it fresh. So to come and hear some, you know, get to know the record a little bit and then come hear us and you will, you will hear another journey. Yeah. I'd say, you know, grab your kids, grab your friends and get ready to dance. Nice. You know, we're going to, we're going to light some fire under your, uh, soles of your shoes, let's just say. And, uh, uh, it's, we like to have fun and we like to have people contribute and be part of our experience. So it's, it's a communal joy. It's a communal jam. Uh, you know, uh, we also do a little bit of audience participation. I do that a lot. Um, and again, it's, it's a jam with textures that will surprise you. And, uh, from all corners of the globe, we, play things that make you recognize, oh, wow, you know, and they make you su surprised, like, what's this? Where's this coming from? Uh, and, uh, and then it'll make you go, it'll bop, you'll make you, it'll make you bop your head. This stuff will make you bop your head and kick your heels for sure. For sure. And uh, you'll be singing along too, probably. Yeah. yeah. So if anyone wants to pick up the new album, previous work, find out about live shows, anything about you guys, where do they go? You can go to santos4pet.com that's our website you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at santos4pet and uh, you know the record is, is due to be released we've already released five tracks from the record so you can check that out on all the digital platforms whether it be Apple Music, Spotify etc etc so um, the, the full album will be released on November 3rd and uh, it's happening happening to be in a, in conjunction with the Bandcamp Friday. So if you go to Bandcamp on Friday, November third, and you check us out, you know all proceeds of uh, a digital download go to us. So we really appreciate that. Right on, gentlemen. Thank you for opening up about the album, about the band. I, I really appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Thanks so much, Joe. We really appreciate you and what you're doing there. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the globe, giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to both Max and Pete for their time, energy, and cool. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Jazz.